BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. My American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. My American. Global awakening to the new world order. My American. Artificial intelligence. My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. Hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, Thursday Live on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. What's going on, everybody? I like that, man. You had that, yeah. uh, you had that radio show vibe, and I a really, bit. I really yeah. appreciate that. There's a, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Welcome to, what, uh, what Welcome to an epi- another episode of Pardon My American. We just need that, like, you know, like the horns and shit, you know? All right, call in now. If you're the 10th caller, you get a free CD. <laughs> you know? Oh, boy, we got a big old program for you this morning. Oh, man. Anyways, hey, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's Thursday. Uh, and since we, uh, <laughs> since we uh, missed on Monday, obviously we took the day off Monday, it, it's, I woke up thinking like. The, day, the week went by real quick. Yeah, I was like, what is today? Is Wednesday? And then it's not. No, yeah. no, no, this is Thursday. Uh, so, yeah, it's been a good week, man. It's, you know, it's that. The week after Christmas and before New Year's is always like the shit week of the year. I mean, literally, it's, uh, the sh- it's just like a limbo week. Like time is Kinda. suspended. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not. I don't mean shit as far as like it's crappy. It's not crappy. I just mean like it doesn't mean shit as in shit. It's no, just shit. Like shit. Just like nothing's going on. Everybody's <laughs> being lazy. Yeah, you, know, you but, don't make yeah. plans. Uh, you just yeah. know like okay, I I just had a I partied on Christmas. And now I'm going to party next weekend for New Year's. And that's... I know. And so you're just like, it's just very quiet and somber. The roads aren't all that busy. People are like, burn out a little bit. And we're going to party this Friday for our Zoom call. Yes, we Patreon. are. On Patreon. Oh, yeah. Yes, we are. Hey, we got the gift back here. Greg, you got his gift. and uh, Yes. Yeah, man. We're, we're excited to open them and, and see what's going on. Uh, yeah. Totally unexpected. And, and you guys definitely don't have to do that kind of stuff. But we appreciate it. It's awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. Our, our Patreon followers got us a gift. Yes, they right? did. Right? Yeah, a lot of we don't so. know what it is. We've been holding on to it for weeks. I got mine last week during the uh, the ice age, whatever the hell we went through. Hopefully, Fle- hopefully Fle- they're not breaking them. Flex even told me not to sniff it. What in the world? Uh-oh. 
Don't yeah, sniff it. Hair. He said, "Don't sniff it." Even. Well, Greg's uh, Greg, your boy threw it, didn't he? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he threw it down once, and I'm like, "No, oh no, I don't know what's in there." <sighs> um, no, it's uh, dude, we're we're excited about it. Uh, it's gonna be a fun little get together. Obviously, with New Year's, yeah. um, uh, we can talk about like New Year's resolutions. And honestly, Monday we just talked about Monday our show, yeah, doing a lot about like how the year went. Uh, maybe finding some clips that we really enjoy talking about our last yeah, New dude. Year's resolutions. You brought it up, Greg. I totally forgot. Uh, yeah, but, I figured we could kind of just recollect our, you know, yeah. last year's new resolutions. Talk yep. about this year's new year's resolutions. Look at like some clips that we did. Yeah. And like, sure. what's the big topics, you know, let's go through a year in review on Monday. Cause yeah, I'll have the day off, you know, we'll just have time just to kind of go through stuff. Yeah. I pre, I prematurely, uh, funked that one up the other day, uh, where I was like, let's talk about it. And we really didn't game plan it. So we didn't have it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like. Uh, yeah, I, I threw I threw I threw it all like a little too quick. So we're gonna do that on Monday and have a little fun show. But yes, it, uh, it's it's funny. Like just right now, I'm just scrolling through Instagram Reels and our Instagram posts, yeah. and I forgot about all the crap that happened last year. Yeah, it's there, been a wild a year. It has, dude. And, and that's the thing with modern uh, news and, and 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 information is like there's been so much, and it really is difficult to try to remember. All the big events. I mean, because yeah. you remember the big ones. Queen, the queen died. You know, you remember I that. I don't so. remember the queen dying. Well, I mean, Jizzy went to jail. <laughs> I you remember know. Jizzy. Um, I could care less about the queen. Sure, but it was a it was an event, for, nonetheless. You know, I'm just saying it was a significant one that you kind of just go, yeah, she she passed away. Yeah, you could, but then I'm also what about. What about Gabby Petito? Okay, I mean, come on now, baby. Oh, oh yeah. that's the biggest too. story of 2021. I yeah, that was, that was a big one. That was uh, that was well, for a couple weeks. That was yeah. that was what everybody was talking about. So there's a lot of like uh, true crime stuff. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of uh, mm. you know political shit. The Trump stuff. The Biden's bloopers. Dude, COVID. I mean, like, Fauci. I mean, the war, bro. The Ukrainian war. All right, right. I mean, that started at the beginning of the year, didn't it? Or towards the middle of the year. Yeah, so it did huge, uh, yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll actually try to break that down a little bit more, um, and to flex. What's he say? Twenty twenty three looks like it's going to be more crazy. Not sure I can handle more stupidity. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I, yeah, I'm I'm predicting that twenty twenty three is going to be an interesting one, especially with the fact that we're starting to see we're going to start seeing campaigning more, and uh, things are going to get juicy, and uh, it'll be interesting. Whether things are different, I don't know. I don't know. Um, the only time will tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. And China right now is going through their their COVID stuff, and uh, supposedly it's rough there, and people are saying the economy is going to be hit by that because they're shutting stuff down. And it's like, eh. well, no, yeah, no, people are seriously, like, calling for uh, yeah. some sort of financial collapse in 2023. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'm with you. Well, we've been yeah. kind of been talking like, talking about that all year. Like, we know everyone knows it's coming. Mm-hmm. Like, just like in 08, like, Eventually, shit's gonna blow up. Yeah. You can't keep going down the road and keep doing the things, raising interest rates and all this shit, and just have everything be okay. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, the way it but works. to be fair, I mean, like libertarians, popular libertarians like Ron Paul have been talking about the bubble that's gonna pop since like 2008 again. Like he's yeah. he's been talking about this for a long time. But this is like a yeah, massive. But, well, because like, you can't repair this. Well, because it's the same trend over and over again that they do. It's just. It's they just repeat themselves and oh here we go again the same trend it's gonna pop again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. You know, like I I hope for the uh, the the state of the economy that we don't have like a big burst, 
Um, but generally, like you're right, Chris, that in general, uh, a lot of times it doesn't just – it's not like gas where it's like really high and then it just slowly kind of comes down and it's, no. you know, it's getting back to at least manageable. Uh, there's a good chance when you're talking about the market that it's just when it pops, it's going to be devastating for a lot of people. And uh, people, I mean, the housing market's weird. It's very, very weird. I mean, we sold our home. We we sold it at a high point, which was great for us. Uh, but I know people that were purchasing homes that I'm just like, ooh, shit, that was a lot of money for that house. And uh, I don't know if shit hits the fan, like how that's going to, how that's going to work, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah we keep our fingers crossed that everything's going to be fine right i mean did i want to see where the uh the twitter files are going to take us to you know yeah like, I, it's I, like it's all fun and games exposing it all but where is it going to lead like are is anybody getting in or is anybody going to get in trouble no what yeah. the hell you know well but not just, i mean the new congress does take over on the third so well, that's what i was going to say no one will get in trouble just from stuff being put on twitter that's not how it works. There's going to be have to be legal action. Well, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, the exposure is always there. Like, yeah. we have this mass exposure event where something, like a crime, like this cover-up or mass collusion gets revealed. And it's like, oh, okay, uh, look at the next story over here. Yeah. Uh, you know, Barbara Bush came back to life. And her eyeballs are popping out of her head. And you, you know, know what? I don't know. You know what I was thinking about last night? I was like, we're always looking for, is something going to happen? Who's going to do, like, is someone going to get in trouble for this? And no one ever does. But what if we're thinking about it the completely wrong way? What? Why are we even looking for Congress or the Department of Justice or something to do something? Why aren't just people, citizens of the country, look, looking at this information and suing the people that need to be sued? Yeah, I, I think you're, I, I get what you're saying for sure. Man. Like, why I, are we always looking to somebody else to do it? Why, are, why aren't the people themselves going, this is a fucking Because people fuck don't have fest. money. We need yeah, to do something it's, about it, you're talking about money, man. You're, you're going yeah, up against the government, and, and it's a it's it's like, it, I watched that documentary on Netflix, which I actually thought was very fun, but it was about the guy who uh, saved up enough of the, the points, the Pepsi points, uh, to get the, the plane, the fighter mm-hmm. jet, and it was like a, a big case, and it lasted like 12 years, and he was going up against Pepsi. And, and that's the that was the thing is like you got this one dude who had a backer who was a millionaire right so he had some cash to yeah. use but you're going up against Pepsi and Pepsi has unlimited resources the government has mm-hmm. unlimited resources and, and that's a listen you could do it but you're not going to hear about it because obviously people are going to the new well here's the deal the news is going to bury it every chance they get mm-hmm. and then they also have a ton of money and it's it's difficult yeah but that's it's the same thing now like the the news isn't covering the twitter files but everyone fucking knows about it well I, yeah but but that's not money that's not a lawsuit yeah. and you know I mean? yeah i i agree it would be almost it would be impossible for one single person to go up against an organization yeah. like that but if if everyone was affected and it ended up being like a, a several hundred thousand yeah. person class action lawsuit that's a different thing. Now you got to get uh, hundred, hundred, yeah. not several hundred person, but even thousands of people. Yeah, yeah, even you know, it's getting everybody on the same page. And I agree with you that at some point that would be a good thing, even if it didn't go anywhere. It just shows uh, solidarity, like you know, a unit doing yeah. it. Uh, but you know, as to say, like that the Twitter files aren't on the news. Like Twitter is technically a large news platform. I mean, a lot of people are on it. A yeah, lot it of people the get their news. news. Well, I mean, that, that's so, with everything. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like, with them releasing the files, you know, MSN might not be talking about it that much. I know Fox does here and there. And, 
Uh, you'll see literally. The I don't Post. think any other news agency besides Fox has even mentioned it the more New York than, Post, more than a couple. Seconds. The New York Post has, um, but the CNN, MSNBC, all those they're they're not going to touch it that much, dude. No. Uh, but Twitter in itself, just because of the amount of people on it, they're going to see it and it's out there. Yeah. Uh, but will anything happen to Greg's point? Like you know, I'm just at that point, and I think we all know that everybody is kind of where it's just like I. I'm going to have to just be patient, I guess, because uh, until something starts rolling, like, I well, just don't yeah. have a lot of confidence in it, you know? It, it sucks, like, as a show and doing all this work, this leg work to expose all of these, like, you know, look at this rock that we lifted. Look what's underneath there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you know that they were doing all this crap? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then it's just, like, nothing happens, and it's super frustrating, dude. Like, I'd rather – it's almost like the Matrix, you know? Like, do you want to just get plugged back in? Yeah. Eat no. that juicy steak and just be like, okay, I guess, uh, you know, I know all this shit. It'd be like, you know, I guess Morpheus in that movie. Because, Dave, you know what I'm talking about now. Come on now. You've seen it once. I've seen the first, but, yeah, the first one once. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's like the first person to get unplugged from the Matrix is out of the Matrix for like a decade. Mm-hmm. You know, if not more. And they're trying to wake people up and they're like slowly picking at people. Like, hey, do you want to exit the Matrix? Do you want to take the, the, the blue pill or the red pill, you know? Yeah. Mm. And then just no one's listening to you. Yeah. You know, it's it's absolutely frustrating. Well, Yeah, but in that situation, would you want to go back? No, I don't think you could. No, because you once you're, you, yeah, you, you could to. be sitting in that cafe or whatever eating a juicy steak, but in your head you're going, the steak isn't real. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I still eat steak. It's real and it tastes delicious, but I still, well, you know, you, I get what you're you saying. Know what I, mean. I know what you're saying uh, you you can't go back, Chris, and you know that. Like none of us, like once you kind of understand it and you start watching stuff, and it immediately in your head. I mean, whether it's a movie, uh, something on TV, or a toy, or something, you're just like, oh yeah, there it is. You know what I mean? Like that, that's yeah. there, there it is, and you're not going to not see it anymore. Uh, and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, and it, and it, honestly, it's a good thing because it starts to weed out. You just don't invest your time anymore into certain things because you just kind of know what's about to happen or what mm-hmm. it's all about. And it's just like, you know, just that, that dude, uh, Matt Walsh had that debate with that uh, trans person. I don't remember the name of that person, but they just got to deal with Abercrombie and Fitch. And now they're in lingerie with the hairy armpits, uh, you know, posing for Abercrombie and Fitch. I'm just like, mm. and not that I, not that I <laughs> wow, shop at yeah. Abercrombie. <laughs> I don't shop at Abercrombie. But my point is, is it's easy. I like how you said that, Abercrombie. Abercrombie. It's easy for you me to shop at Abercrombie, but you say Abercrombie like somebody who shops at Abercrombie. Well, <laughs> Would you like to go to Abercrombie? <laughs> well, he was in that. He was in that game when he worked at PacSun. Like he was in that that circle of. Uh, that's true. Of, I mean, they, clothing. Uh, co- yeah, they were rivals. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I, I never shopped there personally, anyways. But my point is, is like, I'm now for sure not going to shop there. You know what I mean? Like it's weeding out. Like I don't need to even go there. It's not. It's just. I'm over this shit. Dude, you would have never shopped at Abercrombie. No, no, no. What are you talking about? No, I have. I, I own clothes from Abercrombie. I just don't wear them. You know, like, but they- What? What are you, like, jeans or something? Uh, no, I've my wife has got me some shirts. I think I got a sweatshirt, and I threw that away a while back. But the problem with Abercrombie, for me, seriously, is their their fit is very weird. Like, they it's do kind of tight. Problem. It's tight. They Yes, they don't make clothes for guys who are husky. They don't. Um, so if you have a nah. bigger build like I do, like an XL, for example, for a hoodie, I like my hoodie a little bit loose. You know, I wear XL in general, um, but they're they're like belly shirts, bro. It's very they're square. Just don't. Yeah. I, I, it's not my thing. I don't know. I see somebody walking around with an Abercrombie shirt. I just I go. I question you. 
Well, <laughs> it depends. I mean, I used to wear Abercrombie uh, yeah. back in the day. For uh, sure. I, I, like, and if know, I that, seen that you back in the, the day, I would just like Dave. I'd be. I I question you as a person. Well, it's. Yeah. Uh, are you talking about like the giant Abercrombie like logo on the front, or you know the smaller yeah, like the stuff? Yeah, like, logo. And yeah, I'm not. Like, I can deal with like the small logo shit. They they do have like their feel is very comfortable on some of their stuff. But regardless, I don't shop there. And what I'm trying to get at is I'm not going to especially shop there now. So it, it's weeding out the garbage. Yeah. Whereas normally you go and just look. I just go, yeah, fuck that place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it already smells terrible. Like, I've it, never like, even been inside of one. Well, you smelled it, though. When you walk by, it's overwhelming how much perfume and cologne is coming out oh, of that building. Yeah. It literally. Dude, I remember when I was shopping in there one time, and the uh, the manager was there working. You could tell because everybody was like, uh, what do I do here? Yeah. What do I do here? Yeah, she's like, go, go over there. But she's walking around looking at people. How you doing? Squirting this cologne, oh, God, dude. <laughs> like literally, like you know, one foot away from you. You're like, I'm, I'm fine. Get out of here, lady. What the hell are you doing? Uh, oh, oh my, you know? my wife's on. She says I'm getting Chris an Abercrombie shirt for his birthday. Oh no. Oh right on. What's up, Jill? Long yeah. time. Yeah, man. Oh, Jillian. She's at home working with the old Jillista. kiddos. Dude, I, you know, well, obviously not working too hard here. Uh, joining the line. Do you like? <laughs> do you like Abercrombie cologne? Greg, I know I'm asking. Yeah, you. dude, I actually do because uh, I used to wear it. Um, you used to, yeah. Or you do? I don't. I don't have it anymore. Okay, but um, yeah, I, I like that smell, dude. It's it's a good, unique smell. It's fresh and crisp and clean. See, I I, what, I don't like it when it's just overbearing. What is your style of cologne? I don't have one. I like I like a muskier smell. I got to be honest with you, like that uh, tobacco musk smell. Like that to me is like the tobacco musk. That's yeah. what you like? Mm. Oh, yeah, dude. I don't, you know, if, oh, yeah. honestly, my wife buys all my cologne. I don't know what it is. Mm. I've whatever that, whatever I, she it just likes depends. to smell is what I wear. Oh, I mean, hey. It depends on the season. Honestly, I change up colognes. I got so much fucking cologne. Yeah. I'm like, which, See, which, which version of me do you want, baby? See, I I'm run like, it, I I run it bone can. dry, dude. And when it's bone dry, then I go buy a new bottle of something <laughs> different. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I only have one. And when it's gone, I'll get something else. Yeah, I, I used to love this. So there was this uh, gentleman, and he was the nicest. He owned a barbecue shop, and he used to come into our store, and he was, fuck, he was 80-something, man. Uh, black gentleman, one of my favorite customers we had. This is, shit, seven years ago, right? And I don't I don't know if he's even around still, unfortunately. But um, he used to have this this cologne, and every time, I felt weird, because we would socialize a lot at work. <laughs> yes, dude, I've done this. Yeah, but he would I come know what in, you're talking about. And, and, like, the way that our store worked, which, which I absolutely love compared to every store, is that the customers really get to know you. They're there every day shopping for their stores right so they end up talking you talk about your families you're talking about like personal stuff how's that car coming you know and it's a, you actually have conversations mm-hmm. and so i had this with this guy for a year at least uh, more than that and i yeah. never could get it to myself to be like bro you smell really good <laughs> uh and like whatever you're wearing is like i want that and i ended yeah. up i ended up asking him at the very end uh like i knew i was transferring out of the store and i just said hey listen i haven't asked you for a long time but your clone, whatever you've been wearing for a year straight, like, I need that. What is it? And he goes, I don't even know. I have no idea what it is. And I'm just like, Fuck. no way. He doesn't know. He just didn't want to tell no, you. No, he dude. doesn't know. He does. He didn't know. I Honestly, he's like, Chris, I don't think he, what, what clone are you wearing right now? I don't know the name of it. Exactly. See my point? Like, he, you don't know the name. His <laughs> wife know. probably bought it for him. I, I wear some liquid in a bottle. That's okay. what I wear. <sighs> Well, yeah, dude, I've done that, and it is, like, Black men have this cologne that's freaking awesome, dude. I don't know why, but well, there are. That's kind of like, generalizing. <laughs> like, I know. I'm just, I, but I'm just saying, like, 
it, it was like a black dude too. I went up to him. I'm like, dude, you smell really good. I know this sounds weird. Yeah. No homo, <laughs> but no like, I just, homo. I want to know what you got going on here. And he, he pulled out. He's like, dude, you know what I do? I do a mixture of this, uh, aftershave. Oh, okay. Plus I, I put this on right after that. Yeah. And then I have this cream and I mix all three of those together and it smells delicious. And I'm like, wow. wait, he had it all on him. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm like, dang, that, dude. That's reasonable because deodorant now has a very a lot of them have very strong scents. So but I don't. I've never carried around my cologne or anything with me. Oh no, no, no. He didn't no. have it. He was wearing it. Oh, like I get you. He oh, had it on. I thought like oh, he was okay. See, I've, yeah. I I thought he just like pulled several bottles out of his pockets, and he's like, "This is oh hurt, yeah bro. yeah yeah." You see this out of my jacket here? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that's cologne. like cologne for me is difficult. It's like underwear. You nobody wants to buy underwear. Like guys, guys don't want to buy no. underwear. They don't want to buy socks, and that shit is actually not that cheap, you know, in general. So it's mm. just like, oh, I gotta fucking spend whatever it costs on a pair, one pair of underwear. You know, and that's fine. You gotta get it. That's why I usually get it for Christmas or holidays or something. Yeah. Cologne is the other one. Cologne's not cheap. Now you can get cheap cologne, that's fine. Uh, but usually like cologne is, you know, fuck eighty to a hundred, hundred and fifty, and it goes way up beyond that. And I'm just like, bro. The only time I've ever paid anything even close to that amount was for my wife for like Christmas or her birthday or something. Oh yeah. I I, mm. I give me a ten dollar thing, that's fine. I just went and bought new cologne. <laughs> I ran out uh right after right before Christmas. Hopefully I ran my out. wife doesn't spend And we much. went to uh Magnolia Farms because obviously we enjoy that place is awesome and my wife likes it. Uh so we went to Magnolia Farms and they had Santa Claus there and we did our pictures and uh and uh they have shops there and, and they have a guy shop because each one is like its own building. You have a guy shop, a girl shop, yeah. a plant shop, a blah. and so I went in the guy shop and they had cologne there. And I, I bought it. It was a hundred bucks, and I think I got ten dollars off or something for being a member. Uh, and I, I love it. It's like a tobacco, musk tobacco kind of scent. And I'm just like, I, I just was like, I fucking, I smell good. I, I actually like this smell a lot. Mm. I, I like the smell of older, like that sounds so weird. <laughs> I he like likes it. the smell of older men. No, I think like <laughs> older men when you see smell so good. When you see a mature older guy and he's got that that smell, you're just like, he just smells like a dude, like a man. And then a lot of this new shit is so fruity and stuff that I'm just like, when I smell, I'm like, that's so dainty. It's like, it's weak. It's not, it just, I'm like, bro, I don't know what you got going you on. You want to smell like you just came out of a study. Like, I just, the, like the room with leather chairs and, and whiskey and yeah. cigars. And you're just, you're just a dude in his study. And it's got a rich vibe. And then, you, and then you come out from doing your thing and everyone's just like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a man. It's got like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, or, or people go, ooh, that's a man. <laughs> My wife said Dave loves the smell of old men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I do, I really like it. I, I just I just like that. So I, I'm not into the fruity stuff. I got to be like the sweeter scents, not my thing. Danielson man. says I wear WD-40. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, I'm okay with that too. Hey, you're a mechanic. Yeah, I, I think like when you work on a car and you're, you're dirty, like that smell, most people don't like it, but I do. I When I smell, I'm like, it smells like a car. It smells great. That gas smell when oh, you're- Oh, I love the smell of like fuel and race and race gas. Yeah, dude. My, oh. dude, my middle R- child. RJ uh, brings up a good point there. The fragrance is a carcinogen and can cause cancer. You know what I mean? So sure. Yeah, yeah. Some of, those, some of those things, they say don't put it directly on your skin. Yeah. Dude, one hundred percent. You know, and the the unfortunate part of it is that so many things cause cancer. <laughs> you know that like we you'd be anymore. It's like you'd be living. You know what doesn't cause cancer, you, Dave? What's that? Patchouli oil. Okay, oh, you can lather that stuff all over <laughs> yourself. Oh, God. How do you know it doesn't? 
And that's musky as hell. That's like the musk. That no. Did you know that patchouli is in a <laughs> no. lot of colognes? You better believe you, it, Yeah, son. you told me that. And to the point where you can't smell it. And that's fine. If it's buried, that's fine. But the, the patchouli exclusive smell, no. Absolutely not. Nope. Mm. No. I mean, shit, they put, like, horse fat in shit. Like, I, I, if I don't know it's there, I don't know it's there. You know what I'm saying? Like, patchouli can be there. If I don't horse know fat? it's there, I don't <laughs> I never know. heard about that one. Makeup, who knows? I think I feel like makeup has a lot of shit in it that is not good. Yeah. Uh, fats and oils Weird and, and pieces of animals and shit. And, like, fuck that, dude. Uh, yeah. No, no patchouli is just not my thing, dude. That's it. I, I mean, it's it's fine. If you like it, I feel like it's uh, it's kind of like one of those things where, like, you know, if you like metal, you have to wear black. If you're a hippie, you have to wear patchouli. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just part of the it's part of the package deal, and that's cool, man. I have no I have nothing against it. I just don't like the smell, and, and people don't like musk either. So they be a, not my thing. I don't like old men. You know? Yep. It, it's, I get you. It's all matter of taste, and that's totally fine. Uh, but before we, uh, well, first of all, guys, partofamerican.com. I would stay out real quick and Patreon. We love you guys. Obviously, Friday show. Friday. Get that out there real quick, and we're growing. Thank you. Uh, but I want to talk about kind of like the the main title that we had for a show before we get too deep in here, and that was uh, the uh, J six stuff, man. Yeah, Trump. So what's going on with that? Yeah, so um, it's the yeah, it's right there. Uh, so apparently yesterday, I don't know, the committee came out and they said that they were withdrawing his subpoena. Yeah. So and uh, Trump was quoted saying they knew I did nothing wrong. Okay, so what is uh, what was Trump's subpoena doing? Like, cause he got subpoenaed to basically go in front of the committee, right? Yeah, let's look at this real quick because I haven't really uh, got a chance to read through this early. Obviously, for us, January sixth, special committee on Wednesday decided to withdraw a subpoena of former President Trump as it concludes its work. Trump's testimony was no longer needed, according to the panel's chairman, uh, which was a she's a Democrat, uh, Rep. Benny Thompson, or he's a Democrat. Uh, so that's not always, that's not a super positive thing or a bad thing. It's like they didn't need yeah, him because they feel like maybe at this point they already have enough or it's just, well, it says right here, Thompson noted in a letter to Trump's attorneys, quote, in light of the imminent end of our investigation, the select committee can no longer pursue the specific information covered by the subpoena. Okay. So, Dude, uh, so I think it's bullshit. I so think basically they they, Trump. As like a big uh, gotcha moment, like they tried to do yeah. this fifteen minutes of fame thing, like oh my gosh, Trump's gonna get in trouble. Yeah, they so needed. And they it. knew they didn't have shit. They and needed they knew it. He in wasn't come. They needed it yeah, in exactly. The yeah, because the other way that I was just saying possible is that you know they could argue or people could argue that they already had enough information. They don't need him. But the truth is, is who wouldn't want him on the stand if they felt like he was guilty of something? Yeah, because Trump can't stop talking. So if they can get him on the stand and actually in front of a court and hearing. Um, they, I feel like they think that they could probably get him to say shit that it would help them. So why well, would you not, not want him that. on that? But this itself is a talking point that they can start conspiracies over. Honestly, they can be yeah. like, oh, I bet you Trump paid somebody to get out of this. You know what? I bet you he paid him off. Yeah, that's mm. what he did. Right, guys? Yeah. Well, this quote here added to what Chris just said. Therefore, through this letter, I hereby formally withdraw the subpoena issued to former President Trump. And notify you that he is no longer obligated to comply or produce records in response to said subpoena. So, I mean, he's not going to, he's not doing anything with this anymore. And honestly, like, where are we at with this? I mean, seriously, like, we still have people in jail. It, like, to me, this whole thing is funky. And, I, and it's hard to talk about this, obviously, on this platform uh, because they want to, you know, dock you all the time for super shit. But, like, 
I think people are over this shit. I know they're trying to keep it going. Yeah. And, but people are just like, dude, there's other shit going on right now that's far more important. This is not Pearl Harbor. This is not 9-11. All the crap that you compared it to. Because uh, they've compared it to every worst event that America's ever dealt with. This is compared to that now. Yeah. I mean, what's her name? Literally compared it to every every couple of weeks she was saying, you know, what happened in Pearl Harbor is not much different. Like, what are you talking about? This is worse than 9-11. Like, come Exactly, on. dude. Yes. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, so many yeah. people well, lost their lives. Well, see, they had to build it up. Yeah, you know what I mean? They have to build it up because this is what they're using to attack the political foe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's like the new version of uh, the the seventeen movement. You know, you're you're blending that in with domestic terrorism, and this is your definition of domestic terrorists: is people who attack the capital. Yeah. Uh, apparently, apparently, this is from I don't know who this is. It was just advised the unselect. No, this is Trump. Is that Trump? Okay. Yeah. So, it was just advised that the unselect committee of political thugs has withdrawn the subpoena of me concerning the J six protests uh, of the crooked. Uh, yeah, okay. you can't say that anymore. Uh, they probably did so because they knew I did nothing wrong or they were about to lose in court. Perhaps the FBI's involvement in rigging the stuff played into their do decision. A, do you have a picture of what he says? Uh, yeah, 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 we can put it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm sorry. I, I, I know that's frustrating for everybody when you have to, like, redact freaking words. But, Jesus, I mean, it that is what it is, unfortunately. Yeah. So you guys can see it there. Um, that That's his quote from it. Uh, that picture of Trump is very unflattering. Uh, <laughs> you don't Fox, like that? Fox, the thumbs up? No, his skin looks so sandy. You know what I mean? I it's, think that's after he got COVID, right? Nah, but just isn't he, that when he's up on the steps and he's like, "Here we are, everybody." He's got I'm so many variations of color in his skin right there that it's 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 very sandy looking. Yeah. It's very it's like sandpaper. Um, not the most flattering. Trump picture. would. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not so, uh, in spirit of the title for this show, what do you yeah. think's really going on here do you think that they actually have a lot of stuff on trump but they no, don't need him to testify i don't think do they think do just... i think if they were if they did it would have come out in the hearings they were doing honestly i think they would be like this is it and then they would have not waited till the last minute to mm. give charges to the doj and then now the yeah. doj is going to be like are they going to do anything who who the hell knows i think if they actually had anything it would have been short quick Referred to charges, things would have been done. The, the amount of time they've spent over the last six years of going after this guy, yeah. they wouldn't have taken this long if they actually had something. Well, so it's the investigation is right towards an imminent end. So what do you think that is? Because I think that they're going to try to indict him, dude. I think they're going to try to well, get him the, arrested. Well, the House committee, they don't have the power to indict anybody. That's why they have to refer everything to the DOJ. Mm. But that's what and, he's saying. and the he's investigation gonna... is coming to an end because the new house is taking over. Yeah, yeah, but the DOJ is still corrupt as fuck. Yeah, you know what I mean, but, so I'm just the, saying... but the investigation part of it, they're saying, is is over. Yeah, I, listen, I'm I'm with Chris, and I've I've always said this. Like they have been going for him for so long, and even when the the impeachment trials were going, if you had that smoking gun, like Adam Schiff always said, we have the smoking gun, we got the proof. Uh, if you really had it, they wouldn't wait at all. He'd have been all. going for already. Yeah, they wouldn't have waited at all to share that. It would have been all over the news. Every 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 company would have been talking about it. They don't. They well, never did. I, so here's the deal, though. Like, right at the beginning of the show, you said that we're getting into, like, 2023 elections, you know? Mm -hmm. We're going to see a lot more election stuff. Yeah. I think that they're saving, and timing is very important when it comes to election stuff. You know what I mean? So you drop the hammer, mm -hmm. deliver an, uh, an indictment on Trump, 
right when you know he has to spend a lot of time on his campaign. Uh, he maybe. can't do that because he'll be he'll be uh, squashed up in the courts. Well, what did they do to Tulsi Gabbard, right? If the DOJ is actually going to do something, they're going to do it in order to, pre- to prevent him from doing his thing. Sure. That's that's probably true. Yeah. I do, listen, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I think that they're going to do everything they can to try to kind of put the roadblocks down or even speed bumps at that point. You know, just kind of give him hiccups to where he's having to focus again on something else. That's probably the... Uh, the most likely outcome. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to go to jail. I don't think they're, they'd have got enough to do that, but I think they're going to do everything they can to slow him down. Um, the problem with like the problem that they're facing, I think with, with Trump and I guess it's not just Trump, the Republican movement, right. And, and what 2024 could possibly bring. Cause I hate this whole, like we're going to sweep everything's you never know. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, but the problem is, is you could go after Trump, and say you knock him down, you still have a DeSantis sitting there waiting as well. Not yeah. saying he's going to run, but I'm just saying you still have a very popular figure on the right who could easily slide right in, and people would support him just as much in a lot of ways. So they're, they kind of got this double sword here, and they're going to go after Trump because arguably he would be the front runner. Uh, but even if they knock him down, you're going to get a DeSantis, and, and they're still going to have problems. So they, they, I don't know that they have enough to kind of knock the whole thing down, and that's where their problem is going to be, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, uh, I, I think that what they're doing right now, because the Trump tax return thing is also coming out, right? The, for four years or so, they've been trying to get these tax returns, and they're yeah. finally getting it. Well, they already released it. Oh, they already released it. Yeah, and there's nothing there. Okay. Well, oh, yeah, that's right, because Trump was actually saying, okay, this sets a precedent, yeah. which is weird, right? He's like, no one should ever have to go through this. This is despicable. What they're doing is releasing my taxes. But, by the way, they should do this to Biden. You know? Well, I mean, like, if it, it, he's he's looking at it as if I'm, they're going to drag me and my family through this, then might as well do it to everybody. Uh, Trump's vindictive. If, if anything, yeah. he's yeah. very vindictive. And, and that, Yeah, you're right, man. And why wouldn't you're you? You're opening up a can here. And you're and with when it, when it comes to Biden, there's a lot that we would love to see oh, with yeah. your financials. Trust me, and uh, not just Biden. Everybody in mm-hmm. Congress, anyone that works for the government. Why why shouldn't that? If you're going to do it to Trump or anybody else, why wouldn't everybody involved in government have to do the same? Yeah, bullshit? I want to see Pelosi well, broke forces out the door. I want to see yeah. how much money this chick's made. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it makes sense that you should have your whole families audited because if you're in a position to sway a company or sway the market of the United States. Yeah. You should be audited because you're you're incentivizing. It's a conflict of interest. You yeah. know what I mean? Like your your vote will sway how much money you get. I, I think for when it comes well see there's I, I feel like there's two different sides here because with the president, uh, some obviously come through government, right? They're in Congress mm-hmm. or something when they come in. Uh, but you you know you're serving eight years. And so obviously you can do certain things that could eventually make you money. And that's where the big thing with the president comes is what are you setting up that going forward your children and yourself can make a lot of money off of what you did in the office for those eight years. So an audit for a president, I feel like, should really come four years after they leave the House or leave the White House or even sooner. But to show like, hey, what did you set up that actually enriched you going forward? Because these guys leave the presidency and become very wealthy, whether it's through a book deal that's the norm, right? You get a couple mil from a book deal. Yeah. Uh, we all know that happens. But are you setting up something f- with foreign relations 
that your son or somebody else is benefiting from. And I don't think you'll, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. think you know that until you're out of office and you're actually seeing the rewards coming in. Mm-hmm. Whereas sitting well, members you can't prove it, right? Because it's like they're setting it up, just like you said. Let's just like the Smiths. Smith Munt Act, mm-hmm. where Obama basically made it legal to propagandize the American, yeah. the American, you know, Americans. And um, he did that. Think about why he did that. Like, why did he make it okay for the media to lie to people? Because mm-hmm. the media is now becoming who? FBI, CIA, intelligence communities. So they're, they're embedding their intelligence communities within the media and they're telling you lies. Yeah. And they're not going to get in trouble for it. Yeah. And that's what Twitter is now exposing is go, oh, well, how many heads of the FBI came over here? Yeah. And how many people are we employing? And, like, we can just say whatever the hell we want. Yeah. I, I think it's, you know, I, I think it can be exposed, setup, though. I think it can be exposed. If, if, if Biden's in office and then he leaves, regardless of, you know, how long he lives afterwards, because he's very old, let's be real. Uh, but if his kids or his family or Jill Biden, if they look – at the records down the road and they say, okay, so we actually can look through and see that over the course of the last year, you made a ton of money from this company based out of such and such. And your husband did a thing that's such and such. But the problem is, is how do they even pursue any of that shit? And that's always what it comes down to. Like you can expose it. People could talk about it. Twitter can share it. All these things can happen. We can talk about it. Uh, but will they actually do anything about it? Or will they just say, well, you know, we can't really prove that. Yeah. Because then at that point, then what's the point of doing any of it? Because you're just going to exactly. let it pass anyways, yeah. you know, which is which is bananas, right? Well, your business gets censored. You get taken off of uh, YouTube. You, you know, you lose money while you're trying to expose things. Yeah. So what's the point? Right. That's that's what they want you to think. Yeah. And that's where they want everybody to go. But if you get everybody on the same mindset kind of attacking at the same time, like kind of what Chris was saying, you know, you collectivize everybody's uh, incentives and you collectivize everybody's. I guess monetary, you could put funds towards something, but yeah. actually, even when you try to monetize now, when you have GoFundMe's to these situations, they'll unplug the GoFundMe. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like it's a a trial, like a test run for everything that we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. I, I, yeah, I'm 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 reading the comments, and obviously, it's a lot about you know Trump as a whole. And we've already had like some real long discussions about this. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not sure where this all. This is why this next year is going to be very, very interesting, um, because he's going to do his thing. Like, there's yeah. no doubt he's going to come out and he's going to he's going to um, campaign. He's going to have big rallies, uh, and he's going to do some cool things probably, and he's going to make some stupid mistakes probably because that's just inherently him. Uh, but you know, some of the comments are pretty good. I mean, obviously, like people, he got a vote. In, in 2016, based on the fact that he's not a politician, he was a business guy. Uh, we all knew him. He had successful business. That's some that weren't successful, but regardless, he took risks. He was not afraid to take those risks, and those were the things that were very, like, refreshing at the time. Yeah. But that, you know, however we sit, and, what, and, like, me and Chris don't necessarily agree on, like, what's maybe the best choice going forward, and that's cool. That's part of how this all works, right? Uh, but regardless of all that, um, he is going to have that battle. Like, he is now technically a politician. So that luster of him just being a businessman is kind of out the out the door. And he has made some critical mistakes. I, 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 don't, I don't really see, like, any way to go around that. He's made some pretty critical mistakes. Now, whether you value that all that much as critical or you don't, it really doesn't matter. 
the point is, is like, you know, he has a very solid base, and that was Trump's always his benefit, is that his base was behind him no matter what. And um, I have seen through comments and through people talking that, you know, that is not quite as rock solid, and it is concerning. But Trump is tough, and he's going to do what he's got to do. Uh, well, there, in the end, I mean, do you think we're better or worse because of Trump? I think we we got to a better position because of Trump. Absolutely. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So it's like yeah. it doesn't matter. I mean, the guys. I'm not the biggest fan of Trump, but the state of America, as far as progress and awakening, and like kind of just pushing back against. Um, the censorship, realizing what the censorship is, realizing what the hell is going on as far as who's actually in control of this country. Yeah. I think that's huge. You know what I mean? Like he's been, uh, he's done a great service for America and the world. Well, I, I think we all acknowledge that. Yeah. And I, I said it, I said it back when he lost, man. I, I was saying like, Hey, uh, you know, maybe Trump was meant to be four years. I, I certainly didn't want, uh, Joe Biden in, but I, I did see some benefit of Trump coming in, really like kind of getting stuff going, kind of opening eyes. That was all that whole thing about people like kind of getting back into politics and eyes being open. And then to have Biden come in right after, like no one wanted that, at least if you like being a conservative or right leaning or even libertarian for that matter. Uh, no one wanted Joe. But the truth is, is Joe came in and wrecked things so bad. I'm talking so much worse than we've seen. Like in, in a matter of months, yeah, things were falling apart like you wouldn't believe. And we saw extreme gas prices, extreme economy shifts. And so it was a good thing for people to see it and recognize, whoa, okay, now I can appreciate Trump a little bit more. But at the yeah. same time, do a lot of people even care? And that's what we've had this discussion is <clears throat> people still like Joe Biden. I, I don't know why. But they still are just blind to the fact that like he's that bad, and, and I, I don't get it. And it's strictly because they just hate Trump. Well, and, yeah. Well, that and I think a lot of people, and it's been this way forever. Other, otherwise, we'd have, and instead of whatever 160 million people that voted, yeah, yeah, uh, we'd have 300 people that million people that vote. Yeah. But that's not the way it is. There's oh. still half or less than half people that even vote. So yeah. there's probably even less than that. They're actually paying attention. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, not only that, paying attention is a big thing, but just there's so much stuff that gets flooded in the news cycle that you kind of forget about what Trump actually did. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you forget about how fucking uh, just brazen he was. Uh, I just saved a clip on our bookmarks, and this is a, a clip of Trump when he was at Davos. This entire speech in 2020... <laughs> I see. There he was is. at the World Economic Forum, and dude, he was uh he was just telling everybody how it was. He's like, "You guys don't do enough. You're not yeah. putting enough money in. The America's putting this much money in. We're the greatest country in the world. This is why X, Y, and Z. We're doing all this stuff. You know, since I took over, you know, the America is now on this trend." And he was basically just shoving it in everybody's face and saying, "What have you guys done? You guys are a bunch of bureaucrats. You're you're uh, you're wasting your time. You're wasting everybody's money, and everybody knows it." Yeah, but this is just a small little clip of of that. I suggest you watch the whole thing. I think it's like about an hour. But you want to play it? Are you want us to play it? Yeah. Okay. okay. Today, I urge other nations to follow our example and liberate your citizens from the crushing weight of bureaucracy. With that, you have to run your own countries the way you want. 
to embrace the possibilities of tomorrow, we must reject the perennial prophets of doom and their predictions of the apocalypse. They are the heirs of yesterday's foolish fortune tellers, and I have them, and you have them, and we all have them. And they want to see us do badly, but we don't let that happen. They predicted an overpopulation crisis in the 1960s, mass starvation in the 70s, and an end of oil in the 1990s. These alarmists always demand the same thing. Oh. oh, freaking Twitter. <laughs> Look at that guy, though. <laughs> Dude, that's the thing is when Trump speaks, there are times where he's uh, really, like, on point. Yeah. And and see, that's the thing with him is that well, he's... So uh, at the, yeah, at the end of that clip, though, unfortunately, is where he was basically saying, it. you know, these these people always demand the same thing. It's absolute power. They want to dominate the market, and they're they're using fear to drive this crisis yeah. to make you controlled and make you pay, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Dude, listen, I, I, a lot of stuff, and and, and I, I have so much appreciation for Trump, and I get his flaws, and, uh, like, I hate the idea, and this goes with everybody. I mean, Brock, everybody. The idea that you have to love everything about a person is crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, like, you have a tight-knit group of friends because those are the people that – overwhelmingly you enjoy but even like everybody has their quirks i have my quirks and chris has his quirks and you got your quirks greg but like as far as a politician like i hate the idea that like if if this is you know something you don't like then you just you can't can't like him at all and it's like i like trump like i don't know why people have such a hard time saying like trump did some great things he did there's no denying it uh did he Mm -hmm. do some shitty things absolutely and i can recognize that i'm not going to be the guy's like shut up dude you don't know no no, like Trump did some stuff that we all questioned quite a lot. Well, yeah, and his for speeches sure. to me were eighty ADD or ADHD at best. Right, he had some that were that literally would make you cry because they were so powerful and they were so meaningful. He had some that would make you laugh because they were so funny, and he had some that make you cringe because you're just like, oh God, what the fuck are you doing right now? Yeah, and that's that is Trump. So you take well, it all. Yeah. You I take because he's he's either scripted or he's not. He either reads yeah. the teleprompter or he goes off of wind, but. I think that what what people are actually saying, like, well, is he part of like this big plan? Is he tricking people and all this stuff? I'm like, well, if he's tricking people, he's doing it the absolute wrong way. Sure, sure. Because he's making people defiant towards government. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's I, making people yeah. say, okay, the government is a tyranny, and here is why. Yeah. So why is that a bad thing? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that he's. I don't think that's his thing, um, and I feel like if he was part of something, to your point, it'd be it'd be really shitty because he goes off script so damn much that if you were trying to make him the piece that you were controlling, like he's not following orders. You know what I'm saying? Like like you said, he's he's saying things that get people to think, to get people to be a little more defiant. There are things that he's done, admittingly, that I'm like that's pretty uh, globalist of you, like the whole jabby jab stuff, and I, I didn't yeah. like that. I don't. I know you didn't like that. So there's things that he's done, but at the end of the day, like I think what Trump's biggest problem is is Trump. I think Trump has a has an ego problem. I think Trump is, uh, and it's and there's there's real positives to that. Being very confident and sure of yourself is a is a positive in yeah. most aspects. However, you can get to a point where you're too confident, and you are so into yourself 
that it kind of starts to bleed out and people see that. And, and a lot of people are turned off by that. So like his arrogance is problematic and positive at the same time. And I don't know that some people I saw Whitney earlier talking about it in the, in the comments, like there's, there are people who are just turned off at this point with some of the kind of the, the things, even if it's a troll, even if it's a joke, even if it wasn't meant to be the way it was, they still take it that way. And you can't deny that either. So he has got to like, I wish Trump would just, he's already got the limelight. People already know who he is. He already did a great job when he was in president. Shut the fuck up and just, and play, like just ease into this shit because you have it. You had it. You know what I'm saying? You have it and had it to get presidency. Don't just don't screw it up. And so I wish that he would just back off a little bit, do his rallies, have some great conversations, but try to stay chill because they're going to use everything against him. And he so will do you slip have up. an example of like when he opened his mouth and got himself into t- deeper trouble? Because <sighs> I that's mean, one thing about it is people say that he does that shit on purpose because it does lead him to get investigated, but then it sets a precedent where he can investigate other people now. Yeah, listen, you know what I mean, I, so it's I, tricking kind I, of. I get that, and I, and I and I think we've talked about that numerous yeah. times. But listen, I, I I'm all about like I think Trump is at least the people around him and him are are calculated in some aspects. But I'm kind of over the whole like 5D chess. Everything's 5D chess. Like Trump is a smart guy. I think he has a good game plan. Um, But I I don't buy that he just does all this stuff on purpose. I think the dude makes mistakes like any of us would. Okay. And he also. That's what I'm asking. Like what's the mistake that like led him to. It was irreparable. You know what I mean? Like Irreparable? What's, what's, I mean, what's the biggest? Whitney was on here talking about. uh, I'm, I'm using her because that's just the one I remember seeing. But I, multiple people. Uh, we're saying like that his little blunder with the whole cards and all that stuff that he came out with recently. I know we've had a long discussion about this and it was back and forth, but that kind of stuff where you like prop something up, trolling or not, like that turned people off. It does. It did. I mean, yeah. and so whether that was meant to be that way or not, you can't deny that some people were turned off by that. And so that's not really him blundering, but he also bo- boasts things up when people are in need or want more, they want more information, they want to learn more, they want to get stuff corrected. And when you do that, regardless of your intention, uh, people just go, God damn it, you know, like, and I get it, like, why should we be, and that's what your point was, right? Like, we shouldn't be hanging on that stuff so much. Yeah. And I get that, but that is the times, man. Like, people are hanging on shit because a lot of times they're hanging by a thread themselves and they're worried about the economy, they're worried about their kids. I saw Bainison talking about maybe having kids masked up again in California. Like, people yeah, are concerned. Not, I mean, they shouldn't depend on Trump to fix that. I mean, <sighs> Trump's not going to fix your problems. Yeah, yeah, he came out with those cards and shit, but he also came out with the video right afterwards, right, about what he's going to do when he becomes president again. I so mean, it's like listen, hard to say. Yeah, I get you, man, but you can't really say Trump can't fix things. He can. He's in a position where you just said yourself that it's undeniable that when he took office, things changed for the better. That's undeniable. Well, yeah, he when he took office, but he's not in office. Yeah, but he's trying to get back into that office. No, but right? trying to get back he, in doesn't matter. I know, but like he's not the person that changed your life. Like he he led the road down to and opened some doors and like you, but it depends on Congress, it depends on your local you know what I mean, your, your local community, it depends on your local government too. You know what I mean? And your business, you know, like I see a lot of people saying like uh, the jib jab stuff is mandated. That's because your business is mandating it. That's not because Trump is mandating, but Trump did. I mean, he did push it like he went out and was like, yeah, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, you know, yeah. if we didn't have this. Yeah, we right? talked about so that. Well, I mean, that's not necessarily true. I mean, there's a lot of stuff the president can do to 
make everyone's lives better just like biden ruined everyone's lives like <laughs> yeah like there's we we just said it there was a significant change when biden took over within months that everyone's situation but that's was because worse. we had a crooked congress working alongside i know him. but man but that, con- that, was, that was the same shit when trump was in there yeah it was all crooked the whole time and, and to dylan stewart here and he's been tweeting some or some commenting some great stuff he says so yeah uh, he actually said something earlier to this, but he said, yeah, there can be some leader that can lead us back to a healthy society. And Trump did do that. So, like, the idea that we're just going to ignore the fact that the president does have sway is crazy. We've been talking up this whole thing because Trump did some great things. And so the idea that, like, his his word is not important, that people don't hang on his word because they want him back in. His supporters want him in. I never said that. I, I said that he's not going to fix your problems for you. But he can. That's the, He can. Like, he's, yes, Greg, the mayor and your local government and even state politicians, those guys can fix things too. And that's why we left Washington because we were looking at it, at least part of the reason, uh, other than the fact that Texas is rad and drinking bros are here and we got that opportunity. But I'm saying, (laughs) no, I'm saying part of the problem is, is that you look at Inslee and you go like, like, where is he going to take this? Right. And that's, that's Mm -hmm. your state government and being concerned, but Trump can fix it. And he is running for office again. And even if he's not it right now, you're trying to get him to get back in to get things corrected. And so I do think that what Trump says holds very importance to people because they're looking at him as we need you in office because what you did before was great and we need it back again. And so mm-hmm. I don't really like the, the principle that like we shouldn't hang on words. He's running as a politician. He's running. No, yeah. He's running for I president. I never said we shouldn't hang on words either. I know. So I, I totally agree. Like what he says matters. And that's what I was saying when you were saying like, Nate, I don't know what the specifics. There's been a few different things in the past that we've actually discussed. I can't remember what they were, but there's been times where you're just like, oh, fuck, you know, like I, I, that was a little, you know, that was a little much. Like, I, I wish you wouldn't have said that. I wish you wouldn't have done that because you know it's going to be used as ammunition and sure, 5D chess, maybe that's what he wants, but it still doesn't sit well with you. Like, even if it's a 5D chess, it's still like, ugh, why are we doing this? You know, like, we don't have to do this right now. Yeah. And if you have information and you're trying to get an event, like, you are you were the president. You could have had somebody investigate something for you. Like, we had the House at one point. You know what I'm saying? Like, we could have done this. You know, and that's when Chris, you were saying, oh, we're getting the House back. And I do think that's important. Yeah. I think, like, the hearings. But we've had it before. And you were like, well, but, you know, the, the people weren't maybe as, as good. And it's like, you're accurate. You know, but are these people that are coming in, are they going to be? Well, there's no way to know that there's until no they're way. in there. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. Well, and then maybe Trump is setting himself up to be the fall guy. You never know. Maybe uh, he's possible. doing this shit on purpose to get DeSantis to come in. You know what I mean? Because I do think that there is some some benefit for him to be taking all these shots because it does open the door to precedence, right? Sure. But precedence depends on the judge and the judge's willingness to follow it, right? Precedence isn't the only thing that a judge will determine based upon. Same thing with the Supreme Court, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just the Supreme Court will look at, is it constitutional or is it not? At least that's what they should be looking at. And there's a lot of, a lot of justices will put some weight on precedence more than anything, but you know, at least he's setting the example of look what they did to me. Let's do it now to everybody else. And maybe he's doing that on purpose and he will be the fall guy and DeSantis will come in. I I hope not because I'll lose some money on that, but (laughs) 
to me, it's dude. Listen, at the end of the day, like I, I don't want to be attached to somebody so much that like oh I, no I, yeah and I, no one especially does. a politician yeah no one does and so and that's kind of where I'm at right now and a lot of people get upset because they think that you need to be full bore into one person and my opinion is I think DeSantis would do a great job that's my opinion I really do think DeSantis would do a great job I think, I think everybody I think that. Trump would do a great job if he was back in um, if he can get past the obvious barrage that's going to come his way because we know that's going to happen mm-hmm. and DeSantis as well like if he were to win and get in office you know they're going to try the same kind of old tactics to like really push at him and uh, he's a tough guy too I think and, and I think he'd be able to handle it but I don't I, to me it doesn't matter we need somebody yeah. in there that's going to lead the country back on the right track I think both those candidates would do that uh, maybe one better than the other uh, who knows we haven't seen DeSantis as a, as a president you know what I mean we know yeah. Trump can Trump's problem was that he was so despised in my opinion he was so despised that he had he had a tougher time than any other president trying to get shit done. And that was not on him. That's not on him. That was on the government literally railroading him left and right. And so would DeSantis deal with the same? Would any Republican deal with the same? Probably, honestly. It, now it comes down to who's the tough enough to actually take the beating and keep going forward. And that's all I give a shit about. So with the... Well, Paul Pelosi took the beating. We already know that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get him in there. Yeah. Yeah, he could take a hammer. Bro. So with Jan 6... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So with this Jan 6 committee coming to an end and the, the no more investigations, everything, oh, mm-hmm. we're wiping our hands of, yep. of this. And it's kind of in the DOJ's court now with mm-hmm. what happens in regards to that. With new house and the new year starting, do you guys think that the DOJ will actually do anything? I think the you, Supreme Court will. I don't know about anything how, lower than that. What do you mean? What What does the Supreme Court have to do with the whole? He's talking about the charges taking, on Trump being to, referred to the DOJ. Oh, so the charges on Trump. Okay. Well, I think that it can be repealed at the Supreme Court level. I think that if the low-level yeah. DOJ, like a low-level judge, indicts Trump, I think he'll appeal it all the way up to the Supreme Court. Most likely. I mean, that's usually how things go. Yeah. Do you think they'll actually come out and indict him? I think so. It makes sense. Why would they not? I think they would. I'll no, think, you, I think they'll try. You pay off a judge or you blackmail a judge. You say, hey, do this or your family's in danger or we're going to do this to you. And, yeah, I'll, I'll be okay. the guy. I'll go against it and I'll just say I don't think that they're going to. You don't think uh, they'll do it? No, I, I think they want to really bad. I, I, I think they want to really bad. And I think because they have tried to to undo the Trump situation so many times with so many impeachments and yeah. then and then the Jan 6 stuff and the hearing that he's a, a terrorist and a traitor to the United States, I don't see why they wouldn't take this stuff either. Yeah. Um, the only reason I... So to be fair to some news places, and you can argue about how truthful it is, but I've seen a lot of pretty decent articles uh, coming from some pretty left... Uh, media companies, obviously, that most of them are, but that were saying, like, listen, like, do we want Trump indicted? Absolutely. Is this good for the country? No, it's not. And so, will do they want to? I think they really do because I think they want him out of the picture. But at the same time, I I do think that people recognize that by indicting a, a former president and a and mm-hmm. a running president, for that matter, at this point, um, what that would cause maybe way more problematic than having him run and potentially lose or win. And so well, maybe I, that's what they want, dude. 
Well, and that's they want they want the anarchy. They want people rising up. They that, want that's the kind of uh, what insurrection. I'm, I'm kind of thinking like I don't, I think they're at the point where they don't care if the decision is good for the country or not. Yeah. yeah. When has that ever mattered? I mean, well, they killed uh, the president. They killed JFK. Yes, I know. I know. But I, I'm to be fair, guys, what I'm talking about is you're talking about social media or or, or CNN or MSNBC, those guys, right? No, I'm talking about our, no, our current government. I'm talking government. about that. I'm saying that the government is absolutely corrupt and would absolutely take him out if they could. What I'm saying is that even uh, people in like uh, opinion pieces or even people. Oh, they're, they're saying this the, the average be a person move. in this country doesn't think that would be a great idea the government's going to do what the government does and they do have control over media to you know to a point where they can kind of dictate some things but i think the sentiment of the average person is that it would not be a wise decision even to arrest barack obama would be catastrophic for some people you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and it would cause a real big rip now i i think that you know there's a lot of corruption and they should be held accountable but well, I mean, if there is a if there's crime there, if there's then crime. arrest the man. Yeah. And if people can't accept that, then that's their own doing. I hear but you. If he's if he's guilty of a crime, arrest him. I hear you. But I'm saying that I don't think Trump is is, is guilty of the things that former presidents are guilty of. In my opinion, like he's sure. he may have but done things not, that are questionable. You know. But I'm just saying it's, it is different. But I don't think that would be. Listen, coming into 2024, you arrest this guy, you put him in jail. Like boy, that's that's a uh, call to action right I, there. I almost kind of hope they do. Yeah, and I mean call to action, not in a violent way. I'm saying that is people actually going. It is time for me to get off the fucking couch and actually be more proactive with this with this with this well, country. Well, no, I mean we're not being violent, but I'm no, just no, no. saying I'm like just it clarifying. would lead to violence. It could. I think that uh, I think that that's kind of what if you were looking at um, like a coup, that's what would happen, mm-hmm. right? You would be like, hey. They, they're trying to take over our country, right? And a lot of people do think that they did take over our country. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I, I kind so of, I kind of hope he violence. does. I kind of hope he does get indicted. Yeah. For, well, do you guys want to put money on it? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, no more notebook most, Mostly because if you are trying to prove uh, a coup or if you're trying to get information out there, what better way to do it than what would potentially be one of the biggest fucking trials and court cases this country has ever seen. Yeah, if the media shows it. I mean, it's just all up it, to... Well, it doesn't matter. Thing. It, it's like, we got to take over the media, man. We got to get that media out of the way. It, yeah, if, if if things are if like things are that bad and there is uh, there is evidence out there, regardless if Trump has it or not, like you can, you can once you're in a, a, a trial like that, you can get it. You have you have the rules of, of that where now you have uh, discovery, you can go in and get things that you are looking for or need. That yeah. would be the moment where all the shit comes to the forefront. Dude, I got to be honest with you. I think that's extremely dangerous. Uh, even like to to say like it's you, only dangerous if you're guilty. No, 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 it's not because Why? I, because I think this government is more than happy to rig shit and do things. And there's plenty of cases and examples of people that were wrongfully committed. And had literally people lying on the stand about him. Uh, and, and so I'm just saying you're in a situation where now a judge, the government, whether it's federal, whoever, you have to rely on them to actually do the right thing. If we had a great system, it would be perfect. But I'm saying we don't have well, a I don't good think, system. Well, I don't, that, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's ever happened before. I don't think it has. But I don't think it would just go to a, a normal fucking judge. No, no, no. Judge it's it's not going to go. Yeah, no, it's not going to. But 
yeah, I, I get what you're saying, man. But I don't, I don't necessarily trust anything above it either. Yeah, I, I just don't exactly. And dude. like, that's I, what sucks. You put him in jail, and now he's in cuffs. He's in a jail, and they didn't show anything with the Jelaine stuff. You never saw it inside the court. You never saw. Do you think yeah. for a second that they would try to? They would hide it as much as they could. And they would say things that are accurate. They would prosecute him. I don't think so, dude. I, I, I think they're going to grant if they if they did indict him and he got arrested and he goes to trial. <clears throat> I think that they're so yes, we did it. They're going to grandstand on that. Um, do you guys want to know what the, the odds are of what of what of Trump being indicted? Where are you getting this from? This is from VegasOdds.com. Okay. This is back in September, though. Okay. All right, so this is pretty old yes. when it comes to bets. Uh, this is minus 220, no. So no is favored by 220 points. All right, so if you bet a dollar uh, and it uh, and he does not get indicted or something, right? I, I'm always confused by how the odds work, but... Yeah, no. It's, it's yes the, is plus so 155. Ways. Okay. Yeah. But that's actually that's being indicted in 2022. So we got to look at what's her what's his odds of 2023 obviously. Yeah, I just my my I guess would be just he shouldn't be in jail. Period. Like I don't want I don't want him to play that it's a chance. It's a risk. It is. Like I think there could be a lot of good and to your point I think that that makes sense, right? That like it would expose himself and uh but there's it's also huge risks because the government hates him so much. And and to say that they wouldn't go out of their way to do something crazy, I just don't like that odds. Because then what? He gets locked. Let's say he does get prosecuted. He's like, yeah, you're guilty. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, like whatever it is, that's his life. Mm-hmm. Now now what? Now, you have, now you've bolstered the left because they're like, see, we were right the whole time, and he was this criminal, and, uh, and, and we're sitting there going, fuck. What the fuck? You know what I mean? And that's and that's not a good position. And you're you're banking that all off of a judge or a jury or a whoever jury, yeah. it is, the government. And I don't trust them at all to make that right decision. I don't. Uh, not in something that important. And I, I think that you, I don't. I don't know how that works. Would it be just a, like a judge and a jury, or would it be like a military trial? Like a grand indictment? I yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think it'd be military. Yeah, it wouldn't be military, but. I mean, it would be a federal. I mean, it sure would be for like a, a president. Yeah, man. I mean, it's he's not the president right now. He I mean, was the president? He though. was, but he's a citizen now. I mean, well, he once is. You're a president. You're always. A I know. President. Yeah. You're president Donald Trump. But I'm saying technically he is a citizen. Well, the citizens don't walk around with Secret Service. No, but I'm just saying he's a citizen and uh, he's not in sitting office at the moment. Uh, but here's the thing: we all know how long trials take. What if he was indicted? He wins the presidency. Now he's a sitting president with an indictment. Like, that's where it gets all, like, that's unprecedented shit. That's shit that's never happened before. That's where it gets real crazy. Yeah. Well, what if that's the plan? Like, okay, so even if he does get elected again, we're going to indict his ass. You know what I mean? Like, they have to have a plan B, too, right? Yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't know. This could go all so many ways. It's, I mean, it's like we've been saying this for however long all this shit fucking started. I mean, yeah. it could go any fucking way, and nobody really knows. We're just kind of like, what? Well, dude, it's it's it, like when we have like these back and forth and some like real engaging conversation. We've had them, right? Yeah. And uh, the the truth of the matter is, is like none of us know like what how this will shake out. 
And so there's mm. theories and there's ideas and there's like, well, if this happened, this would be great. And if this happened, that would be terrible. And, and we can all differ on that. But well, the that, truth and is then we there's, don't know. And then there's scenarios that w- guaranteed we haven't even thought about Yeah, because we don't yeah. know the legal system that well. Yeah. And, and this is like part of like podcasting and watching uh, different shows and stuff. Like this is where like some of this stuff drives me up a wall and where I've been completely turned off over the past couple of years is that you get a lot of people that claim to know everything exactly and they're like this is what's going to happen this is going to happen on this day and it's like you're full of shit you don't fucking have a clue you don't have a clue you don't know what card he has you don't know what card they have yeah you don't know who they have bought out who he has like you don't no one can sit there and say that on this day this time and this is going to happen and he's going to be back in here and they're going to indict him on this day and then he's going to win the elect like yeah well even even throw the dates and times out the window yeah. just saying that like this is why he's doing something. Yeah. Like you don't know why anything is being nope. done. Nope. Yeah, unless you know you're I mean? in, like unless we can you're inside all those people's heads, you have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, we can speculate all we want, but it's just like at the end of the day, like Dave was saying, it's like, no. Yeah. And and how often does it turn out the way that you prophesized? Yeah. Yeah. Not this, often. This is like a puzzle that you have no idea what the outcome is going to be on it, and you're just putting pieces in. And at this point, we have the borders. And we have these. We kind of have this thing going, and people are making guesses on what this picture yeah, is. Yeah, it's like you found a, a puzzle in the, in the yeah. closet, and there's no cover picture. Yeah, yeah, and, uh... and you can you can guess based off of basic details. Oh, there's a lot of greens. This looks like a forest scene. This looks like a such and such scene. But at the end of the day, you don't know what the big picture is, and that could be mm-hmm. a picture of total destruction. It could be a picture of comp- <laughs> no. Seriously, yeah. like, we don't know. We don't know if like is this gonna make. Uh, a, div- a division in the country that is irreversible, which it already almost is. Is it going to cause a major rift? Is it going to be the outcome that we want, which is a prosperous America again, where we are, you know, self-sufficient, yeah. we're the leaders well, of yeah. the world. Like, and you know, what's important to realize too, is uh, the people playing the game don't even really know they don't. what the outcome will be. No, and that's the scary part is you can only, you could guess you can make like these statistical kind of. Well, yeah, everything's you know, based on. They have a plan, but everything is kind of just based on probability because you're right. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's the scary part. Is like, okay, well, what if, what if it doesn't work? You know, yeah. like what if well, something else happens? They're losing a lot of money because they're paying out a lot of people to help uh, dictate this whole show that we're watching right now. And so there's judges that are bought. I'm, I'm sure of that. There's oh, people yeah. in cahoots with other people. That shit happens. And, and so. Sure. Like that's there's a real thing. That's a real thing. And there's, and there's, mm-hmm. we don't know. We don't know. And so that's why I do think that like, you know, ending 2022 here and going into 2023 guys, it's going to be an interesting year for sure. Uh, and we're going to see a lot of shit. And uh, I have, I do prediction wise, I have a feeling at the end of next year, we're going to be like, that was a wild fucking year. Uh, yeah. that just happened. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Because I think that, that should be our And resolution. then at the end of next year, we're going to be like, God damn. Well, that was a wild fucking year, dude. At, at yeah. some point, whether it's, and then twenty twenty four, holy shit, oh. maybe that was a wild year. <laughs> but we all want to get to a point where at the end of the year, whether it's twenty twenty four, twenty twenty five, twenty twenty six, that we go, we did it. You know what I'm saying? Like we got through the fucking mess and we did it, and, and we're in a position now where we feel good again because it has. I mean, it, it's gonna happen. America's too damn great to have it be uh, a shit show forever. And so it's just going to take time and it's going to take the right people and the right mindset from the citizens yeah. that we can all sit back and be like, we, we made it through this and uh, we're back on track. And the, the corruption is, at least is capped. It's not going to go away, but I'd like to see it to where it's capped and we have some control and some insight of what's going on. 
So no, and there's there, always going to be corruption. There's always going to be at it. some level. But I'm saying at some point we need to have more inside of what's happening inside the government, and yeah, hopefully that I'm happens. Hoping. Well, I'm I mean, just, I'm and hoping like kind of kind of going towards what Flex just uh, leaned on is I hope that our our children are safe. I hope that we're not too indoctrinated to yeah. not overcome this. Because a lot of stuff has been implanted in people's brains. For a long that, time. I mean, well, not only a long time, just like the last couple of years where yeah. you you don't feel comfortable hugging people anymore because you think that you're going to get sick. You know, that kind of stuff. Well, And what are, you gonna, what are we going to do about that? Yeah, well, here's the deal. The, the, there's a part of this country that have their ideologies. And those people are going to get indoctrinated more. And they're going to be afraid more. And they're going to be concerned more. And the other half of this country are trying to do their life. They're trying to, uh, you know, have relationships. They're trying to have good education. And uh, the, the truth is, is long term, I really see it as a positive. I think that a lot of people on the left are not having children at the same rate. I think I feel like their goals yeah. and motivations are very different. And I think you'll see that come around in the next 10, 15 years where, listen, conservatives are just producing more children right now, man. The values are there. I'm teaching my kids the best I can, and of course they're going to be indoctrinated in a school if they're in public well, school. Yeah, that's that's my, my concern is like the school system is not conservative. Yeah, yeah, that's right? great. We need we need more conservatives teaching, and that's we need great. to revamp the whole program. Right. Every day my daughter comes home, and whether it's my wife or myself, um, this is the homework I have, and we help her out, and we see what she's doing, and mm-hmm. we haven't had that issue yet where we've seen something that we're like, what is this? We haven't had that yet. I'm sure we will. And that's when you sit down and go, listen, hey, I understand that this is what they're teaching you, but let me tell you what we're going to teach you here about yeah. this because it's not right. And you just have to be more involved uh, because society, 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 that picture I showed at Abercrombie and Fitch, society is going to try to manipulate you. Mm. It's not just school. It's the whole fucking picture. And so yeah. you just need to be able to say, hey, listen, I understand that uh, this is the ad, and let me tell you why I feel like this is not something that we can support. Or uh, this is what this is, and you explain it the best you can, and you hope that they come out at the end a good citizen and a good person. That's it. That's it. Respect everybody, but have your morals. You know what I'm saying? So we just need to do a good job as parents, and that's the only thing we can do to combat this. And do a Absolutely. better job. And do a better yeah, job. Yeah, always said that. Yeah, yeah. So, dude, guys, great conversation. Yeah. Uh, I really didn't expect it to be the entirety of the show of that, but you know yeah. what? It was. It, it's good, man. It's good. Uh, we're going to get there. We will. It, it may be a rough road for the next year or two, but I have a feeling we're going to get there. So I I am optimistic. I have faith in our country. Absolutely. I do Cheers too. to you. Oh. Well, fist bump me. Cheers to us. <laughs> Cheers, Cheers to you. Thank you, guys. Guys, we love you, and uh, we appreciate you hanging with us. See you tomorrow. Greg, you won't be here, yeah. but we're going to be we're gonna be rocking. Yes, yeah. sayonara. Right, Enjoy take. the episode tomorrow, fellas. Take care, guys. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. 
or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.